welcome to the very first episode of Chips and Tips, our brand new podcast. My name's Todd Nesloni. I'm going to be one of your hosts, and I'm here with my buddy... Ross Braun. Thanks for having me, Todd. I'm so excited for this podcast. I think oh, something, something that started as a joke and just a combined passion for good chips and, and queso and dips has what turned into this, right? You know, and that's what I love. So for anybody listening today, um, if you haven't met me or Ross before, I have been an instructional aide, a teacher, a principal. I'm now a director at the Texas Elementary Principal Association. I uh, love uh, doing crazy stuff. I love chips and queso. I love chips and salsa. Hello, I'm from Texas. That's what we're about. Yeah, I'm also a dad and a husband. And so got a lot going on. And when I met Ross and we became friends, Learned very quickly that Ross also has a, a deep love of chips, queso, and salsa. And he's not even from Texas, so I don't even know where that comes from. I, I don't know. It, I would consider it a passion of mine, not even <laughs> a love. This is a passion. So I'm excited. I got some some good old Midwestern dips to share with folks as oh, we man. go through these episodes. Um, but yeah, you cannot go wrong with chips and salsa. I mean, well, you know, and what's, what our plan is for this podcast series, just for those of you jumping in and like, what in the heck is this going to be about? So because of our deep love of these things, we also love just talking about life and just talking about things that are going on, whether it's in our careers, whether it's in our personal lives. And so we wanted to bring a podcast that not only would share some great chips that maybe you haven't heard of or thought of, some great dips, recipes, restaurants who serve them, things like that, but also have a tip or two in every episode for you to leave us. So whether you need your belly full or your head or heart full, we're going to provide something for you today. I like that. You know, Todd, you you sent a... a, a a picture the other day, a meme of, you know, sitting around the table. And I think about that so many, like you go back to your memories with friends and family and where does it happen at? A lot of times it happens maybe in a, a Mexican restaurant surrounded with your, your best friends from high school or college or family. Um, and just reminiscing on the good times and, and talking about future. And I think this is where we're at. So let's, let's dive into life, um, leadership and, and just everything. So I'm, I'm very excited, but and, yeah. And just so y'all listening know, we also plan to do some episodes when we are together in the same spot because we have a goal of every time we're together in the same spot, we find somewhere that serves chips or queso and we go and test it out and rate it. So you're also going to get some ratings from us along the way as we had our first time doing that in Austin, Texas um, at a little place downtown. So, okay, Ross, let's get this started. Let's not ramble too much here. Yep. What, what are you going to talk about today when it comes to a chip or a dip? What do you have to so share with the crowd? It's lunchtime, um, and I just so happened to bring some chips and dips for lunch today. <laughs> so I got some good, uh, just regular tortilla chips here. and some, Now you say regular. What brand are we talking about? Uh, you know what? Everybody has one. I've, mm -hmm. I got great value, regular cantina style Love it. Dips. And and I, my dips here are both great value as well. And I'll start with this one. It's a, a black bean and corn. And this is my favorite salsa mm. for sure if I'm buying it over the, through the store. Mm. Okay. And I've tried lots of different styles, but great value. And they, they put out a, a great product there. And then just a good old con queso sauce as well. 
So. <laughs> I love the way you say that. That little that little bit of Midwestern draw in there. <laughs> there are chips being eaten today in the office. That's right. You can, you can hear the nice little crisp of a crunch. It's all in the crunch. So when I was thinking about which one I was going to share for this episode, I got to let people know, I, Ross and I had this conversation like a week or so ago, and I love a good pickle. Um, now there's not a certain, like I like spicy. I don't care if it's bread and butter. Like I don't, I, I love this. I love it sliced though. I prefer that. But in Texas, the other a couple of years ago before COVID, there was a, we saw online on Facebook once about this pickle fest where it was like in some part of Houston where you could go and all these vendors would be set up with all these different pickled type things. And so my wife and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and I, we were like, okay, we all love pickles. Let's go check this out. And it was free. So, I mean, what's the heck? Well, nothing wrong with that. Just to try it. Yeah. So there were so many great pickle things there, but there was a company there that I'd never heard of before called Pickle Smash. And what they do is they make salsas out of pickles. Hmm. And at first I thought, you know, I love the tang or the sweetness of a pickle, but I don't know if I want it in my salsa. Like I like my salsa to have that robust tomato kick or something like that, or be like an avocado based one. Oh my goodness. We are addicted. Um, So much so that on Black Friday, we ordered like seven jars of it. Um, And one is is coming to Indiana. That's right. One is getting sent to you because you were like, "Uh, I don't know about that. And I thought, well, if I can get Ross on board, then I can get everybody else on board. So I encourage you guys, go check out Pickle Smash. Um, And also they have like recipes and like how to use their salsa to cook things. And my goal is once those new jars come in to try a couple of those. Um, But it's so good. Now, do I always want that one? No. But I love finding really cool, unique things that put a spin on other things. And so had to bring that one up to y'all here today. So I don't have a chip to share. I mean, I love a good just regular old chip, um, but I'll have chips on other episodes. I just had to share that salsa because it stands on its own. It doesn't need a chip to go with it. I like it. I'm a little skeptical. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little skeptical, but I am looking forward to the jar that will be. Keep an open mind, Ross. That's what it's all about. Right. It is. Open mind. So, you know, outside of sharing these kind of things, we also want to share a tip and we want to have our conversations go different kinds of ways. And both of us being in education, we thought, well, for the first episode, we would share something we love doing at our schools during the holiday season. Um, Because this season, though, according to Instagram and social media, is so much fun and beauty and bright, it's also really difficult. And a lot of things are going on and everybody's running around crazy. And Ross and I were just talking about there's parades every weekend, there's Christmas programs and other holiday programs every other night, it feels like. Um, So it's a busy time of year. So Ross, I want you to go first. So like when when you're doing this holiday stuff and you're preparing at your school, like, is there anything you do there that you're like, I love this? Yeah. Well, and I, I do, we do so much around here and with my family, like tonight it was, we were like, we have to make a decision. Which Christmas activity do we pick? Because there's so many options within our community. And then tomorrow night, which one are we doing? So uh, it, it is a good problem to have. And we love doing stuff in our small community here in greater Indiana community as well. Um, but before I dive into what we're doing here at our school, I, I want to hit on that because we met, we do a, a student focus group every Friday morning at nine o'clock. Um, assistant principals, SRO, and school counselor, we all sit down for about an hour 
each Friday morning just to talk about students and what's going on in the building. And you know, our mission is to stay proactive. We're talking about the week ahead and how we can support our students and teachers. Um, and that was number one on my priority list today was to talk about this season. You know, whether it's for our teachers and staff because they're they're all going through things, whether that's financially, how am I going to provide for my family and provide them with the best, you know, Christmas or maybe they've lost loved ones in this season. Um, and that is always difficult time as this it comes through. And so, you know, how how can us four support the staff and the teachers in this building and then um, students as well? You know, because here we try to make this the most magical place during this time of year. You know, that's our mission at all, all times. But in Christmas, it's like, let's go. We're turning on the burners and we're going to ramp it up. And this is going to be a fun, magical place to be for the month of December when we're here. Um, but with that comes, you know, just students coming in and seeing this. And maybe it's knowing that they, they don't even have a Christmas tree at home. Um, or they, they don't, they're not sure what Christmas is going to look like in their home or, uh, and maybe they, they have lost loved ones during this time of year as well. And so, um, we really are focusing in on, yes, making this a magical place, but supporting all the individuals in our building through this time and what they may be going through and what they may need. So with that being said, though, uh, we're, we bring it. And you can't see me right now, but it starts with, this is something I started when I was teaching actually. And my goal was to have a Christmas shirt, sweater, uh, suit. I do have a Santa suit. I actually wore it last night for the Christmas musical um, here. But uh, something festive for every single day at school day in the month of December. And hey, I, I got to interrupt. I know you people cannot see Ross right now, but every day this week, he has had on a different costume and they, these are not just like festive costumes. <laughs> these are like over the top, obnoxious. amazing. <laughs> and, and you say obnoxious, but it's like the, just the right kind of obnoxious yeah. where it's not like, Oh my God, you're so crazy annoying. It's like, this is amazing. Like having somebody in a leadership role who's willing to step out there and be silly. I think that's huge. Um, but also trying to have some of that holiday spirit. Um, during yeah. this time is fun too. So I had yeah. to throw that out there. No, I love that. And you know what's, what's kind of cool thought as we've gone through the years and I've been here, you know, um, there are several staff members that have jumped on board and it's like a little bit of a competition. What? <laughs> do, you, do you have enough holiday shirts this year? Are you going to be able to cover each day? Uh, I'm going to top you tomorrow. You're gonna, you know, what's yours going to look like? So that's that. been fun uh, to do with some of our staff members. But uh, this for what we like to do here is just create an atmosphere, a magical atmosphere. And so something I started a few years back uh, was a grade level challenge. And I went out, I bought a Christmas tree for every grade level. Um, and I gave them, you know, some guidelines to go by. I gave them a budget. Each grade level had a, you know, a small budget to work with. Uh, and I said, all right, you know, decorate your Christmas tree. Um, students have to be involved with this grade level Christmas tree. And uh, Santa always comes like the two days before Christmas break. When Santa gets here, Santa and I and, and a couple of people will go around and we'll, and we'll judge. And the winning grade level gets uh, donuts on, you know, the day before break or whatever. And I thought this will be fun. The Christmas trees will be will neat. It'll be neat to see them in the hallways. And like two weeks later, our hallways are completely transformed 
with a different theme and our entire school is transformed. The whole building is transformed by hallway with each because our grade levels are in, in hallways. So each awesome. grade level has a different theme and it was amazing to see. And I, I was expecting a Christmas tree with like some homemade ornaments, you know, instead <laughs> it, the entire, the walls are covered. There's lights. It's everything. And there is a Christmas tree in the middle of it. Well, I mean, Ross, you did say Santa was going to be there and Santa was going to judge. I mean, Heck yeah, we kind of got to go all out when Santa's <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, and that and we 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 build that up, you know. Santa's coming, he's coming, he's ready to see this, and so uh, and Santa. So every year, Santa helps judge, and it's um, we're you know a few years into it, and every year we got different themes and grade levels. Again, they're like the teachers talk amongst themselves. What are you going to do this year? We're, we can't be topped by you know second grade. We got to bring it or whatever it may be, and so uh, it's just it's been a fun. What I thought would be you know something small that has turned in and our students just love it. You know, they want to come to school every day and see and be in this atmosphere. And, and uh, that's my whole goal as a leader. Um, obviously, you know, we, we've got academics and we've got uh, goals that we are reaching in that Avenue. But my number one priority as a leader is to provide a safe environment for our students and a fun environment that they want to run into every day. Yeah. You know, well, you know what I love about this, though, is that this is so easily applicable for any holiday, whether you're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month, um, Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month, or uh, maybe uh, you're at a private school and you're celebrating Easter or any of those kind of things. Like there's so many ways to celebrate Kwanzaa or anything yeah. um, to kind of bring these in. Uh, so I, I love this idea so much. I think about there was one grade level at my school, as you were talking, it brought it brought up that reminder that they each classroom, uh, there were six teachers and each classroom decorated their room based after a different December holiday that was celebrated by a certain religious group or a certain part of the world um, mm -hmm. and the way that they did. It. And it was so cool. It was Christmas around the world. Um, awesome. It was such a neat thing to see that too. And like you said, I mean, whether the kids are celebrating or not um, for that holiday or whether they even know anything about that holiday, it's so much fun to have that little transformation piece or yes. that little area where it's just something different when they come in even if it's just like homemade ornaments on a tree like you said <laughs> that's just something different period that they're like okay this isn't the same thing every day yep absolutely and that's and that's unique too like you talk about that like and our different grade levels have went with those different themes of different holidays around the world and they brought those into their their hallway for that particular mm -hmm. year and so um yeah and we did something similar to this even this past Thanksgiving, um, I sent out, you know, a gratitude challenge for the month. Um, there's a whole list of ideas. And I said, you got to pick two um, and let's get two. And so we had I mean, some of our grade levels. They went to the nursing home and were volunteering at the nursing home and all different things. But then several of them, you know, they took it to the school in the hallways and they transformed their hallways with different um, gratitude ideas and what they were doing. So I love that. Well, it, even though we're in education, if you're listening today and you're like, okay, this is great for a school. I don't work at a school. These are things you can totally do. If you have kids at home and you want to decorate different parts of your home like this, that's a great opportunity. If you work in an office space, let me tell you, people who work in office spaces are just as competitive <laughs> as people who work in a Absolutely. school. And so it's so easy to decorate your class, your office or your cubicle or your desk. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got to tell you this. I haven't even told you this one yet. I should have sent you this reel. I saw this reel of an office space who did a desk decorating contest for all their cubicles. <laughs> and like the camera pans across and then when it gets to 
the one person's desk who's recording it. They built a life-size gingerbread house out of cardboard boxes that they decorated and put around their desk and cubicle. So you had to like open the cardboard door to go That's in. There were Christmas lights inside. I was like, see, it's not an education thing. Totally be me if I worked in, in an office setting because um, I can't handle uh, the ordinary. <laughs> or <laughs> you've been in my office. You've seen it. Um, yep. There's, there's uh, maybe... Uh, maybe a foot of, of open space. That's about it. Yep. So. <laughs> okay. So when I was thinking about what I was going to share for this tip, one of my favorite things to do at my school during different holidays um, is I love embracing our inner child. I feel like as adults, the more we can do that, um, just the better life is, the more fun it is, the less stressful it is. And so there were different things I did throughout the year. I did this during the holiday season of, of a, the winter holidays. I would do it in March or April when Easter egg hunts and came, came around. Um, I did this during uh, St. Patrick's day is I pick some kind of computerized graphics, some animated graphics, whether it's a reindeer during the winter holidays, or I choose a little elf um, during a St. Patrick's day, or I chose a bunny um, during the Easter time. And I had those little graphics. And then on that character's face, I put my face. And so I had used this program to put my face on those. And then so like during the holiday season of winter, I would get the 12 reindeer and I'd make one of those faces have a little red dot on my nose because that obviously was Rudolph. And I would hide them around the school. <laughs> and the staff knew like, when we find a reindeer with Todd's name on it, we can come to the office and we can like turn it in and there's gift cards associated with each reindeer, which obviously the best gift card is for Rudolph. Now, what I forgot about the first year that I did this was how competitive people are. So I had to make a lot of rules <laughs> during that year that we add, kept adding in. Like, you can't do this, guys. That's not legal either. Um, because I had teachers like taking their entire classes out for like 20 minutes to do a hunt for a reindeer. And I was like, no, this is for you, not the students. Like, we are losing here. instructional time. Exactly. <laughs> we're not wasting that instructional time for you to find a reindeer. Like you do it when you're going around. Um, or even during the Easter time, like when I hid the bunnies, I did that. But on the day before we would get out for Easter break, I would also hide Easter eggs around the campus. And we would oh, have it great. blocked off where the kids couldn't get down the hallways and we would hold them. And so like me and my admin team would hold the kids like in the gym or something. And then they, we'd have all the Easter eggs and every Easter egg had somebody's name on it. So you had to find your Easter egg. Um, and so we just let the teachers go. Like it's an Easter egg hunt. And so they're running up and down the halls. And it is hilarious to watch adults like embrace that wonder. Um, but it was something silly and fun. And honestly, it wasn't hard for me to make those little reindeer during the winter season. Um, but it also allowed me to be fun in how where I hid them. And mm -hmm. how I hid them. And so that was always one of my favorite parts too, of like <laughs> really creative with where I'm going to hide these things and making sure Rudolph is like super duper hard. Um, so that was one of the things I loved. That's awesome. I love that. And that, that's one thing I've taken from you, Todd, is, you know, um, I think my focus has been so much on students, um, but hearing the fun and engaging ways that you interact with your staff um, has something I've definitely taken from you and have been inspired to to do more with and I have and it's been well received and um, you know I always look from the lens of like how can I support you but sometimes the support they need is just to be able to let their guard down and, and laugh and, and have a little fun. 
I agree completely. So no matter what your career is, even if you're a stay-at-home parent, these are kind of things you can do. And that's kind of what we want this episode to be. We want to have that chip and dip element, of course, but we also want to make sure we give you some kind of tip that you can take and run with here as well. So Ross, I mean, we made it through episode one. Like We, we are here. We, 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 we showed up, here. we recorded it, we made the time, we brought our chips and dip, so... Yeah, you know, that's I'm I'm excited with this, Todd, because yeah, like so we both are obviously in education, um, but we're both husbands, we're both fathers, um, and we are both going through this crazy journey of life that is not easy all the time. Um, and it can be difficult and it is so important to have people surrounding you that uh, value you and are there for you to lean on. And if we can do that for you know, a handful of people around this country, then I think our time is worth it. So hopefully we can connect with folks um, and just be here for a good time. Maybe have a little inspiration to go out and try some new dips um, or even go out and sit around a table with some of their friends and and colleagues and, and have a good time. So we hope you've enjoyed our first episode. Get online, share with us about, are you going to try the pickle smash? Are you going to really test that out? Are you a great value fan? Is there one of the great value dips that Ross has not mentioned yet that he needs to bring to a future episode? Or what are some fun ways that you're celebrating the different holiday seasons? I might have just put Walmart on the map. (laughs) You did. You did. They need a few more stores. I know. So, you know, it may, may have got them there. I love it. So connect with us on social media. Let us know what you're doing, what stuck out to you. And we hope to see you soon on episode two. Thanks, everybody.